On today's podcast, we want to talk about what to do when you are just feeling grumpy. If you haven't listened to the podcast where we talked about gratitude and thankfulness, hit that one first, and then come here for those days when you are just not feeling it. Welcome back to Parenting to Impress, your go-to podcast to learn practical ways to love God and love others, and impress this on the hearts of your children. I am your host, Heidi Franz, and I am joined by my dear friend, Melanie Simpson, two moms who've made a lot of mistakes, but have found grace and truth along the way. Melanie, I think what you just said resonated with a lot of moms and a lot of teachers, but I also feel like but we shouldn't be grumpy because it's Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And in November, it's no grumpy November. (laughs) And then we've got Christmas coming and all the things and all the people we're going to be around and we should be so happy. Happy, happy, happy. So what happens when you don't feel happy? And that is what we're going to discuss today (laughs) because you and I have both been there. There are just days, weeks, dare I say seasons, where you're just cranky. And we're going to get into that today. We're going to talk about the whys of why you're cranky and then what you can do about it. So let's hit the whys. I'm I'm going to hit the easy ones, okay? Okay. Okay. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. A situation has happened that's just set me off. What else are some reasons why you can be cranky? The basic needs are important. So I don't want to gloss over those. We have to take care of these vessels that God has given us, Mm -hmm. our bodies. We've got to be good stewards. Mm -hmm. Do those kind of basic auto mechanics checks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are you getting good rest? Are you eating good food? Are you moving your body? Are you spending Mm -hmm. time with the Lord, connecting with people who fill you up? And I would direct you also to another podcast that we recorded about loneliness and parenting. Mm -hmm. Are you in a season of loneliness, because that can absolutely contribute to feeling grumpy. Exactly. So once you've kind of cleared the deck of those things, then I would say, let's get practical. Mm -hmm. Is this grumpiness an external situation or is it an internal situation? So explain the difference between external and internal. It is a fact of life that even Christians Mm -hmm. are going to encounter people with whom they just don't get along. Yeah, It can even be a fellow Christian. (laughs) It's true. In the body of Christ, there are going to be people with whom you just don't get along. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But we can rightly feel kind of cranky. It's like sandpaper when we interact with those people and it feels uncomfortable. And especially when it is situations where maybe we feel like we're right and they're wrong Mm -hmm. or or we feel like they're not doing the right thing Mm -hmm. and it just rubs us the wrong way. I even have external situations where I get cranky because my internet's not working. Right. Or I can't fill out this form that the bank is requiring me to do. The traffic is unreal and I'm tired of being in traffic. Right. So that's what I consider external situations and circumstances that are adding to my emotional state. Yeah. Typically, an external situation is something that's fleeting. It's not going to last very long. In all likelihood, external circumstance is not going to be causing a prolonged seasons Mm -hmm. of grumpiness unless, (laughs) this is the fun part, Mm -hmm. unless it's people and situations that you have to deal with all the time. Okay, now we're getting into the Thanksgiving and the Uh Christmas. uh (laughs) So it could be co-workers if you work outside Mm -hmm. the home. It could be co-ministers if you are in ministry. Mm -hmm. It can be co-laborers in your community group, a church group or something. Mm -hmm. But it could also be family. Yeah. Oh, I said it. I'm sorry. You you did. And that's what we want to focus on today in this podcast. 
as a Christ follower, mm-hmm. how can we navigate seasons of intense family time? Right. You often are spending hours, days, weeks with people. And if you don't have a great relationship or if it just brings out that in you. Exactly. You started out by saying there's external and internal. What we're going to focus on is the family and the relationship aspect. But I think we've got to go back to the internal as well. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you're talking about prolonged grumpiness, Mm -hmm. it's internal. There's something that's off. And it could be one of a couple of things. The first is your theology is skewed. And what I mean by that is you don't have a right view of God, and that is causing you to blame Him Mm. or to be stuck in a situation where you can't fathom another way. You're without hope. And so those two things are antithetical to who God is. Mm -hmm. So God never changes, and He always has good for you, even if it doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. That's the first right way to think. Mm -hmm. The second thing is that our God is a hope giver. That's found in the embodiment of Jesus Christ himself and his promise of eternity. And then the other thing is just by way of knowing humanity, things change. You will never be in the same day. It's not Groundhog Day around here. Right. And the reminder that the battle is going on between God and those who are enemies against God. We are not battling each other. And we have to have that reminder. And we'll put the scripture reference in the show notes for that verse. But the battle is not here. And then I would say the other piece of the internal is, mm, okay, what sin in me Mm. is causing me to not be able to be a Christ follower? And what I mean by that is, in the New Testament, Jesus says the greatest commandment is to love God and love others as we are loved. Mm Mm-hmm. So we are to be known by that fruit of that love. The love we feel from God, the love we feel for God should be outpoured into our relationships. Of course, by nature, it's not going to look the same in every relationship, but we should still be able to be Christ followers in any relationship. When that falters, more often than not, it is because of sin in us. Mm -hmm. It is selfishness, laziness. Sometimes it's just outright pride. Mm -hmm. My way's right and your way's wrong. The list goes on and on. So what do we do then when we encounter these situations where we have family members close and far, you know, the third cousins that show up for Christmas, and it is that knee-jerk reaction. We just see them and we feel the hackles on the back of our neck raise. Right. What do we do? Right. We've got to first look at it internally and figure out what do we own in this. I tell my kids on a pretty frequent basis, you have a choice. You control your emotions. You have a choice in how you're going to respond. You have a choice in if you're going to let that situation get to you or you're going to let it roll off your back. You have a choice whether to get angry or to release it because the truth of the matter is anger and bitterness only hurt you. Yeah. And they are not in the fruit of the spirit. Fortunately, I looked, I looked high and high and near and far. You know, when we think about who we are called to be and to bear that fruit of patience, love, Mm -hmm. joy, kindness, Mm -hmm. sadly, anger, bitterness, grumpiness are not included. So how can we then navigate those relationships? This is the thing too, that I think it's so skewed in Christian circles. This isn't fake. You're not putting on a mask of Mm. kindness and niceness Mm -hmm. because that's what you're supposed to do. Right. 
But when you are at that humble, low state in front of the Lord, you've got nothing else but gratitude and just an overflow of love because of what he did for you that you can then turn and extend that to others. Exactly. Let's make a list here of these practical things. And I think what you just said is number one of being able to see, I am not better. I am not worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am a child who is loved by God. Just like this family member that just kind of rubs me wrong is also not better is not worse, is a sinner with the opportunity to be saved by grace, just like me. Yeah. And I would even add to that, if you have family members who are not Christ followers, Mm -hmm. then what an opportunity to not show up as the world shows up and have this, Mm -hmm. I've got to prove my point and I've got to be right and I've got to be bigger, better, Mm -hmm. stronger, and I don't have to take your stuff. You don't have to Mm -hmm. treat me that way. Mm -hmm. Again, we're not talking about situations where there are unhealthy boundary issues or that we're just talking about your average everyday family stuff. Mm -hmm. Just praying in advance of these interactions. Mm -hmm. Lord, Give me words that are kind, encouraging, that would, in spite of our differences, would demonstrate love. And next, as a practical tool, is choose what to let roll and what is actually something you need to say. Because you are going to have topics that you know you are not going to agree on. I had a phone call from my brother several years ago, and he said, Heidi, I'm going to a wedding. I know that the people who are going to be there are not going to either agree with me on morals, on political, spiritual, on any of the things that are core beliefs of mine. Can you help me come up with some topics of conversation that do not hit these touchy topics? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love that, Yes, yes. that he was willing to sacrifice. Yes. And no, this is going to be a tough situation, but beyond sacrifice to know I've got to prepare. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so he went in with some topics that were neutral that he could talk about. Unicorns, bunnies, rainbows. (laughs) I mean, what else is there? Nothing else. You know, but just being able to talk about a local restaurant, to be able to talk about the weather. The weather is an awful option, but it is an option. Yeah, there are definitely other things that you can talk about. And what I'm hearing you say is prepare. Prepare in advance. Yes. Think about some things and be willing to let things ride. Let them roll. Yeah. Not everything has to be a big deal. Right. We've seen this so many times. I mean, how often have you seen a situation where families get together and in one day over one meal, you change somebody's mind about something? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Not going to happen. If you are a strong personality, most likely the rest of your family is a strong personality, which makes it even less likely that you are going to change anybody's mind. And so to be able to just not go there and be prepared that when somebody does go there, what's your one-liner going to be? You know, we talk about one-liners with kids all the time. The one-liner of, I love you too much to argue. You know, you wouldn't (laughs) use that with an adult, but what is the line that you can say 
that I'm just not going to go there and yeah. change the subject. Yeah. With your spouse, have a secret code, have a secret look, help, I'm drowning. Please come stand by me and help me in this situation. I love that. That's a practical tip right there is just mm-hmm. being prepared and kind of brainstorming some ideas for mm-hmm. how to navigate those sticky situations. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to then, because we've talked about also spending time with the Lord, getting right with God, so to speak, yeah. but in advance, which I mean, that should be a daily practice anyway. Right. How can we offer some advice for just countering the grumpies just overall, if that's become a habit, that knee-jerk response is automatically to go to grumpiness, mm-hmm. how do we build a new pattern or how do we establish a new pattern or get out of that pattern? I really like that question because it's one that I've had to answer on my own when I realize I'm just barking at everybody and I have to step back and go, whoa, what's going on here? What is causing this? And to get to the root of it, a lot of times I find that it really doesn't have anything to do with the people I'm barking at. If I truly get down to the issue, it's over a text that I got that I maybe even misread. Or it's over an email situation or a phone situation or something I saw on the news that bothered me or something that I saw on social media that raised a sense of doubt or insecurity Mm -hmm. in me. Wrongly directed Mm -hmm. then. So, I mean, I found this to be true when my husband and I have had a disagreement Mm -hmm. and then I realize I'm just being crabby with everybody that day. Kids, coworkers, friends, they're all getting a little dose of it. Right. So just maybe naming the real thing, the real cause of your grumpiness and not, and and being willing to have self-control which is a fruit of the spirit, right? to not spread the joy wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to truly look at what is causing this. And when we can name what is causing it, then we can step back and go, whoa, my family has nothing to do with this. Yeah. To say too, if you are in a season of weariness where mm-hmm. you are just, there's a lot of hard right mm-hmm. now, it's okay to Tell God, tell him you're angry or grumpy or crank, whatever the thing is, pour that out to the Lord in prayer. He is faithful to meet you there. He wants to be your companion in that. He wants to walk with you through that dark valley. But it is far better, I think, for everyone in your life if you can tell God first ask him to help you sift through those feelings. There might be somebody you need to talk to. Maybe there is a friend that has hurt you and you really do need to go chat with that person. Mm -hmm. But I don't know about you, but I have come away from a time of prayer, not maybe just one day, but over a season of prayer, the Lord has revealed to me, this is really the cause. Mm -hmm. It's not all these other things, right? but I needed the Lord to clarify for that me. I couldn't see it because I was so cranky, so tired and so weary. Right. So one of the things that I have found that has been specifically helpful to me in tiredness and weariness and crankiness in just a lack of gratitude is to focus on what I have been given and the blessings that are around me. I've had my teenagers more than once come and talk to me and they are just grumpy and mad at the world. And I've sent them to their rooms and said, I want you to come back with a list of 10 blessings, 10 things you're thankful for. Bring that list back to me and then let's talk. Mm -hmm. Because until that grumpiness and that attitude is gone, 
nothing is going to be successful in our conversation. Right. First Thessalonians 5 verse 18 tells us to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The context is still the same. In the midst of situations that aren't peachy keen jelly bean, Mm -hmm. we can still be grateful and give Mm -hmm. thanks because our identity and our spirit of gratitude comes from the Lord and our gratefulness for what He has done for us. It has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with what's going on around us. Now, once we do that, though, that often opens our eyes to be able to see those other things that He has given us. And I was thinking back when you were talking about seeing something on the news that Mm -hmm. maybe sets you off. I don't know how many times when I will choose to listen to praise and worship music, right. when I will choose to read things that are encouraging and edifying, when mm-hmm. I will make choices to intake things mm-hmm. that are helpful and hopeful mm-hmm. and turn away from, turn off things that are not, man, that is just so good for me personally to help me get out of that funk. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, I made the decision that I was not watching the news in the morning anymore. I just could not do it. And if you know me, you know that I am a huge news junkie. I read the newspaper every single day and watch the news every single morning. I love all things current events. To do that, was a little hard and I still every once in a while want to go back to it, especially the the newspaper. But I had to focus on Philippians 4.8, you know, think about whatever is true, noble, right, lovely. And I still do to a point keep up with current events because I think that is important as a Christian, but I don't dive into it and I don't let it start my day. There's something to be said for being picky, being choosy Mm -hmm. about what you're willing to let in. We know that God has made us in such a way with eyes and ears and Mm -hmm. all the senses, and it is easy to become overwhelmed with the negative. So that's just a good practical step. Think about the things that you are allowing in and maybe get rid of some of those things or make some switches, make some changes. I have a friend who deleted all social media apps on her phone. She didn't get rid of social media. She still really enjoys some of the aspects of it, but she didn't want it to consume her and she doesn't sit down to her desktop very much. And so she just has it there to look at every once in a while. Social media can add to the grumpiness. I would also add, be careful of the HDTV shows. Talked about this in earlier episodes of just how they can create beautiful things, but how fast it can turn into a heart of ungratitude. I think another reason why we can get grumpy around the holidays is fear of our children not matching up. It's this idea that our children have to be perfect. My kids can't mess up at Thanksgiving dinner or they can't be ungrateful when they're opening gifts. And we put these pressures on our family because we are trying to create this image. Yep. Comes back again to expectations right? and to comparison. I remember the first Christmas card I got five or six years ago, this sweet family the entire Christmas card was a whole collage of pictures and Mm -hmm. it was all the outtakes. 
was oh, every wow. time that one kid was pulling another kid's hair or the yeah. dad was trying to get somebody to smile. I mean, it was all of the outtakes, all of the things that right. didn't go right. Right. And it was such a good reminder, Heidi, mm-hmm. like that's really the bulk of our Christian walk right. are things that don't go right. Right. And that is where God wants us because when things don't go right, quote unquote, right, we need him. We are desperate for him. And that is how we have the opportunity to show him to other people. That's one more thing that I would encourage us all, and I say all to include myself. That's what I would encourage all of us. Are we putting pressure on ourselves? Are we putting pressure on our kids, on our husbands to look a certain way in front of family? And thus, it's causing us to be short tempered. It's causing us to be harsh with our kids when we really just need to let them be kids. Let our husband be himself and not who we think our family is perceiving him as. Because the fruit of that is hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. And our kids will see, our family members will see that we're putting on a show we're striving in our flesh to make things work out a certain way, and we are not resting in the gospel. As we kind of land the plane for this episode, I would just also remind myself and y'all that being grumpy is nothing new. When we think about the Israelites, God's chosen Hmm. people, he rescued them from severe oppression in Egypt. Mm -hmm. He gave them the desires of their heart, which was to be a people on their own with their own land. But at every step, at every point, Mm -hmm. they were dissatisfied Mm -hmm. with what God gave them. It wasn't enough. It wasn't the right thing. It wasn't the right place. It wasn't the right food. Whatever it was that God provided, Mm -hmm. they were satisfied for a little bit. And then they're like, no, that's not good enough. Right. I just feel like coming full circle, how often is our grumpy attitude a result of a wrong view of God? a distorted view of ourselves. Mm -hmm. In other words, we elevate ourselves to a position of Mm -hmm. lowercase g God. Mm -hmm. And by the way, we are horrible gods, Mm -hmm. horrible. And then what are the things that we need to own and we need to take ownership of so that we can steward God's love and be in relationship with people in a way that points them back to God and draw people to Christ. I hope in all of this that you realize you're not alone. It's so easy to get bogged down by the yuck and the hard times of parenthood. But I hope that you will take time this holiday season to look at all the blessings God has given you and that your grumpiness can be turned into gratitude. We want to thank you for listening to the Parenting to Impress podcast. Be sure to visit abcjesuslesbian.com and check out the show notes for more information on topics shared in this episode. Please subscribe and share with your friends.